Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. If you've ever had the feeling that you have a bigger purpose in your life than you have yet stepped into, there have been those times for me that I have felt that, then you will absolutely want to stay tuned for my guest today. We'll be talking about what lies beyond even your zone of excellence and how to tap into that. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your personal creative innovator style. Now that's a mouthful, I know. So that you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier, including what you want to create. So you can learn to optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today is Raquel Vassalo. She is the author of Spiritual Seductress, the high-powered women's guide to devour the world through spiritual guidance. Now that is a mouthful, my dear. <laughs> she is a, a spiritual advisor to female visionaries and leaders and an international speaker, mystic artist, and feminine leadership trendsetter. Struck by a car in 2008, Raquel's near-death experience elicited a spiritual awakening. She quit her successful career as a New York City architect and embarked on her work as an elite spiritual advisor. 10 years ago, her life shifted again when she underwent a body breakdown from severe mercury poisoning. Not being able to read or write, Raquel started channeling teachings and paintings that became powerful healing and activation portals. Raquel is a master catalyst for profound spiritual fulfillment, unapologetic, unapologetic self-expression, and reaching one's iconic work in the world. Welcome, Raquel. I'm so pleased that you're here. We've had some misses and not misses exactly, but we've, we've had our little challenges to get here. And I'm so excited that we're doing this today. Me too. Thank you so much, Lori, for having me. Mm, I'm delighted. So I think I'm going to jump right in. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> well, you and I both work from a place of being able to bring through guidance and direction, which is certainly key for visionaries, change makers, and innovators. You talk about divine downloads. How do you help people turn up the volume? Mm, yes, and I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because really for change makers and visionaries and leaders, this is the one piece that when they dial it up, it, it just creates fireworks mm -hmm. for them and, and, and sets them apart. Um, no, one of the very basic ways to turn up the volume of divine downloads is um, first creating space. Mm -hmm. 
for them, right? So this looks different for every person, obviously. Um, but it's not just about creating space in your schedule, but really creating space within yourself, within your mind, within your physical body, so that your container expands so that you can actually receive these downloads. And the second piece would be to clear yourself so that you can be more and more of a clear channel because a typical thing that comes up is, well, Emma, is this really a divine download or is this my ego talking, mm -hmm. right? So it really comes down to something very basic, which is your intention. Ah, how so? Yes. Well, I've, I have found, um, you know, in this work with clients that if the intention is more personal, then it's very likely for the ego to interfere. However, the more that you set your intentions, your gratitudes, affirmations, prayers, visions, uh, goals, etc., mm -hmm. around truly being of service, and making a difference here and what I call claiming your position here on earth, mm. then you start to literally purify yourself because your energy field starts to change because of that intention. So the downloads that come through you start to increase and they start to have a very different quality. That makes sense to me. I teach a lot about discernment so that people can start to feel that difference between, you know, something that comes that excites your ego. Oh, yeah, I get to have that hot fudge sundae. Right. <laughs> I get to go run off with Johnny or Jimmy or whoever, you know, off to what, wherever. But that, that, uh, that clearing that you say that and holding that intention for a bigger picture. It's really, really important. There, there's another piece too to increasing the volume of these divine downloads that we all want, right? Because they give you answers to a lot of things that you're trying to break your mind to to find. It brings you creativity. Know that yes. that's your space. Um, is knowing your communication style, right? Because there's different ways that we can receive this information. So once you know your primary way of communicating with spirit, the universe, you know, whatever you call it, um, then it starts to show up a lot more, mm -hmm. kind of like when you're ready to buy a car and all of a sudden you start seeing it on the road everywhere. And before you never saw that model, right? Yep. <laughs> the reticular activation system working. Uh -huh. um, knowing the style and then really putting it to work for you because as you know very well, Lori, um, people that are very successful in life and in business, they, um, they're they very structured and they're very organized and they have a lot of systems that have gotten them there. Mm -hmm. But when they're ready to start to bring this into their life or maybe to amp up the volume of it, it's really about trusting that what you're getting is coming from a higher consciousness and taking action on that trust. So it's really a muscle that you have to start to build because when you are open to not just the volume of the divine downloads increase, but also with this intention, the information that can start to come may seem outrageous or may seem unrelated to your purpose. And that's what can cause you to go off track and say, oh no, this is not related. This, mm -hmm. this seems 
no, this seems superfluous or outrageous. And, and you can dismiss something that can be a really big intuitive hit. Mm-hmm. Actually, beyond intuitive hit. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah. So when you get that kind of direction, and, and I work with people all the time where they, they receive these, um, as you're calling them, divine downloads, and they don't know what to do with them, or they don't take action. And, and I love what you talked about, about um, building trust and, and them using the muscle of trust and, build, and building that up. Because I see that that is so important, that the willingness to, to trust the guidance that we do receive. I think that's actually the hardest piece, because when people get turned on to this and they see their communication style, they you know, maybe say you're clairsentient, right? You're like, oh, yes, I've actually, this has been coming to me my whole life. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes, sometimes I don't, right? But when you start to get a download that it just kind of like shakes you up a little bit. How do you know to trust it when it may require significant financial investment or Mm -hmm. time investment? Right. Um, And that's when that trust piece of knowing that you just have to say yes Mm -hmm. and not knowing the how that the how will be revealed to you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a really different paradigm shift of, how we operate in the world. That's what I, I call it's upgrading to a spiritual operating system. <laughs> and it, it, it really is a different way of living life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of joy that comes with that is what I found is because so. you, you really are out on an edge, but it's an edge that is, is supported. Mm-hmm. When I think I have to do it all alone, and that's been a theme for me a lot in my life, um, I that's when I don't trust or where I find it hard to trust because I, I might receive some kind of direction, but then it's like, well, I have to create it. I'm, I'm on the hook to create this. I'm on the hook if it quote unquote fails. And that's, you know, that's not exactly the case. How do you find that? I, so I, I can completely relate to that on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And I see this happen for clients a lot because we are trained, programmed, educated to go solo. Mm-hmm. And especially as an entrepreneur. So I, you know, I grew up as very high achieving, number one in my architecture class, you know, then Ivy League school, then the superstar architects. But it was always like me, right? Mm-hmm. All, all this mm-hmm. falls on me. And if it's a mistake, it also, you know, it's, it's me. And then it can become very overwhelming because what if I don't know how to do this? What if I don't have the skills or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of what ifs thing, that can come in there. And I've found the same way that you beautifully put it, that if I'm connecting to a bigger consciousness and I actually feel like it's just it's not just me, but I actually have a team working with me. I have virtual, like <laughs> real, not talking about the regular virtual, right? But no, whether it's your guides or light beings or, or, or just tuning into different thought fields or, or energy, specific energy patterns, mm-hmm. right? then like you're saying, then it's not all on you and you realize, well, this team is the one that's supporting me. Yeah. And brings in those other pieces. That, that's the beauty of it that I see. The, the, the things that we call synchronicity, right. for me, are also those, those moments where 
it's like the energies have brought this person to me, this request, this uh, possibility. Because mm, that's exactly how it shows up. Uh, what, that's what I was going to say. Once you feel like you have this team and this consciousness, then opportunities start to show up through physical people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And that's what we, we have to realize is where the source is. And then when the opportunity shows up to not look the other way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What do you find is, is um, one of the big difficulties that your clients move in or, or have you know, or experience um, in being able to move into that? Where do they get stuck? Mm, wanting to control everything. <laughs> right because we're not we're not talking here just about high achievers you know but these uh you know ceo women that have built really successful companies mm-hmm. and you know really good teams but mm-hmm. still everything is controlled yes. and so i'm a recovering control freak mm, me too <laughs> so, <laughs> i was trained as an architect so i was trained to know all the details right Right. that that is my training Mm -hmm. so I had to do a lot of unlearning and unprogramming of when I have to take my foot off the gas pedal Mm -hmm. and say okay support me show me and once you show me then I'll put my foot on the gas pedal again and we'll run with this and so I think it's that beautiful dance actually between the divine feminine and the divine masculine energies yes Mm -hmm. But that is the main piece I see. Okay. And, 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 you know, that brings something else up for me. uh, And I'd love to to ask you about this. And that is that I see a lot of people who, who have these wonderful ideas and they, they are, they truly know that they have been inspired by something, Mm -hmm. but then they move into, instead of staying from with that place of, um, of interconnection to take them through the next steps, they, they, they forget that that interconnection can also take them through all the steps of manifesting that great idea. Oh, I, yes, I see that a lot. They, they, they have that connection and all of a sudden it's kind of like they get into the mode of doing things the way they've always done them. And then that stops them. Yeah. 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 That, that's why I feel, you know, it, it, it really does take time and training and a guide. I feel to have this be a new lifestyle. And it's not just about the downloads, like you say, it just makes your whole life experience a completely different one. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're part of this, this behind the scenes, big picture. Right, yeah, the big broadcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So is that part of, when you talk about one's um, iconic work in the world, is that part of that? Um, I'm so curious about that phrasing, your phrasing of that and what you mean by that and how it's different from simply being in your zone of excellence, which sounds great, you know, to Mm -hmm. most of us, Hey, I want to be in my zone of excellence, but you're taking it. Well, well, I mean, it's with Jim Hendrix, you know, uh, you, the, the big leap, he's the one that coined the terms zone of excellence and then zone of genius, mm-hmm. right? So zone of genius is basically what I call iconic, your iconic work mm-hmm. in the world. Then it's a small percentage 
of people that actually get into the iconic work. And I truly believe that the missing piece is following this guidance. You can be in your zone of excellence all day long because you learned all these skills. You have these expertise, but really to do your iconic work, you have to tap into a bigger, bigger consciousness and the trust piece that, that we're, that we're talking about. And now because of the energies that we're in, we are being called and the call is louder than ever to step into that iconic work because it's only I, I truly believe that it's only in that way that we will each take what I call our position here on earth right so mm -hmm. a lot of souls put their hand up to come to the earth plane but not all souls were chosen so we're here at this time for a very specific reason and especially with everything that we've seen that was in the dark that came to the light especially mm -hmm. this year yes it is by taking our position and moving into our iconic work not just that we get into the zone and the flow and the joy of what we're doing mm -hmm. but really that we can make our biggest contribution because it's that sweet spot of combining your expertise and your skills with this these incredible spiritual gifts that were given to you on a soul level and what I see is that when both of those are turned on and working in sync, that's when fireworks happen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so moved to hear you say that because I don't think a lot of people recognize that that is possible. Mm. And this is, this is your work in the world. It's like um, what my teacher used to say is, is, about, is uh, bringing the stars on stage. Oh, I love that. That makes a perfect sense beautiful analogy yeah and uh, it is my work I you know I truly believe that we get to teach what we have to work through most um, I say it as we teach what we need to learn <laughs> right because it Laurie it truly was very difficult for me going from being this you know Ivy League architect working for these very famous architects mm -hmm. to literally being thrown into the, the spiritual and very woo-woo, very esoteric world for me when I didn't know it, right? Talking about spirit guides and ascended masters. And I would do see sessions secretly. I never marketed them. When mm -hmm. I made my transition, I hid behind being a yoga instructor and a health coach and you know, I did amazing work with uh, companies. And I would you know, bring in the teachings kind of like through the back door and working with like incredible CEOs like at McDonald's and Sony I mean companies like that, but mm -hmm. not being really open about it. And I was always in the stance of really hiding in the spiritual closet. So I was back and forth, back and forth. And it, it wasn't until I had a cyst in my ovary and they told me I had to have surgery right away. I said, no, no, my body's trying to tell me something here. So I asked my OBGYN at the time, I said, how much time do you give me? And she said, I'll give you three months. Luckily, she was my client. So she knew I do things a little bit differently. <laughs> so for one month, I went really, really quiet. Mm -hmm. And I was going doing very intense meditation sessions. And after that month, I got that download. The message was very clear. 
you need to call and claim yourself as a spiritual healer and teacher. You are here to help women discover their highest purpose and step into this. This was 2013. Mm. And this was five years after my car accident and, and starting this work. Mm-hmm. So immediately after getting that message, I started for the first time openly talking about everything I knew and I did. Mm-hmm. And that cyst that I had shrunk down to a third of the size. I avoided surgery. And now I can call it my spiritual business. That's when it really took off because I said yes. And I was willing to let go of the persona of who I had been until then and having to have everything figured out and, and and really saying, okay, I'm going to be of service and I'm going to listen mm-hmm. to, to the guidance that I'm getting. Yeah. Listen, that, and, listen and obey. And obey is obey. a long word. And yet, isn't that the truth? It's the truth. Yeah. Because it's one thing to listen and bring through all these incredible things. But if you turn your back on it, my experience has been, and what I've seen over and over again, is that people, things don't work. You know, you might have a great business and then suddenly the business goes bankrupt because Mm. there's been that unwillingness to, to, uh, to dance with what is given. Yeah. I completely, completely believe in, in that. And, you know, it can be very tricky and, I, I really like that you use the word obey because I hadn't thought about it before, but it is a very profound and powerful word, word because when what we are given, so sometimes we just look the other way because mm-hmm. it seems convenient or oh, I don't have the time for this or it seems unrelated. But what I often see, and I've gone through this myself personally, is that sometimes what we're given seems too big for us which of course is the ego talking right Right. because spirit the universe would never give us something that we're not ready for but in that moment we can feel like it's too big for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's when we can also say no turn around and 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 look in another in another direction Mm -hmm. and that's i feel the time when we need the most support yes Yes. Um, to, to, to walk us through that and strengthen that trust muscle and quiet, turn down the volume of, of the ego mm-hmm. um, so that we can say yes with a big, big yes. I'm saying yes, yes the whole way. I don't know how. I don't know what's going to show up. I don't know what it's going to take. All I know is that I'm saying yes. And that's what you did. Mm-hmm. several times over yes, even even like when it. I thought I had my purpose figured out it happened again <laughs> a few years later mm-hmm. which actually turned into the work that I'm really doing today but don't you find that that people talk about purpose as if it were a, a finite thing like I'm <laughs> going to discover it and then I'm going to do it I, I'm in my purpose and my experience has been that is that purpose continues to unfold. Always. I think it's a very big misconception and I'm glad you brought it up so that we can shed some truth on that. Mm. (laughs) I actually thought that myself too. 
Mm-hmm. Because when you first discover your purpose and you realize it's a purpose on a soul level, it's so exciting and yeah. it could be very enticing. And I remember having the feelings like, oh, yeah, like I finally <laughs> figured out what I, why I'm here. And I was like 30 some years old, right? At the time, mm-hmm. it's like it took me all these years just to figure this out. But now I'm great. I've got it all together. And then the ego takes over. Right. <laughs> And then what you realize is is that the more you say yes, and the more you grow and evolve, Mm -hmm. the next level of your purpose unfolds and is shown to you. And it is through these iterations and progressions that you actually get to your iconic work. Mm -hmm. And it's important, I think, to remind people that you're not given the fullness of your purpose, whether you have a life purpose reading or you get the message like I did, mm-hmm. because it is so big, it's so vast mm-hmm. that you would fall on your back yes. because yeah. it's just too yeah. much to take in. It is, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah and, and it, my teacher used to say that often that she'd say, I know I've just gotten a piece of this picture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, as she would go on, she would say, okay, I, you know, I'm being shown some things, you know, five years down the road and things like that. But as she had to be willing to open to such a degree to be able to embrace that. Right. You know, even to be shown it. To, even to be shown. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel it very much has to do with how much purification clearing Mm -hmm. and personal work we do because we can talk about this all day long being a service saying yes trusting it is a daily and sometimes hourly thing at least for me I don't know how you find it Lori because we we, you know we have all this input around us it's telling us the opposite Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're having to deal with that in some way and I feel that in my body, sometimes the way I start to feel off, it's like something has shifted, the flow is not happening. And it's like, okay, I become aware of that and, and start to ask the questions of what's going on. And I can see sometimes a, a thought that came in that, that took me down a different path. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I have those two. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you, when that happens, how do you um, refocus? How do you bring yourself back? Well, I I think it's a key piece how how you actually introduce this concept, which I think is a super relevant and important piece to talk about, because first you have to notice that something is off because sometimes we notice, but we keep on doing that because we're, especially if you have a busy day, I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. found that happens like and then you keep on pushing and then things keep on not working mm-hmm. right so first is noticing when the flow stops and you find yourself struggling pushing trying to control mm-hmm. that you need to stop and pause and most likely like you said you will identify some thought that had a vibration that took you down a, a, a different path mm-hmm. And especially, I imagine a lot of listeners are probably empaths. Mm -hmm. So then you need to do a second check and see, was this thought mine or is this something I just, I took on, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So that you can immediately clear it if it, if it's, if it's not yours and Mm -hmm. after you clear it, put some kind of protection around you immediately, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? 
if it's yours, you know, to clear it from yourself and a very powerful way I, I find to do that is, okay, what kind of energy do I want to bring to this situation right now? How do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. Right, so most typically for me, I don't know what it's like for you. I'd love to hear it. But for me, it, it's typically joy. I want to be in joy with, with, mm. with what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? Or if, I, if maybe I'm feeling kind of like everything is bothering me, uh, then it would be more, well, I want to feel love. I really want to feel mm. love and, 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 and compassion either for myself or for people around me. So as, I find that as soon as I start to direct my attention toward those specific energies, then I can course correct pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, sometimes it doesn't work though. <laughs> so I always have a backup plan. Because <laughs> course correct, correction is so important. Right. Because sometimes I, I don't, you know, I find for myself, and I see this a lot with clients, is that sometimes we want the course correction to be really quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's not meant to be quick because it, it is trying to take us in a different direction. Yeah. Um. So I'll give you actually a perfect example of something that happened to me last week. Um, I had had a very, very full week and Friday came along and I was just feeling like the first thought in the morning was, I just want to start my weekend today. I just want to paint all day. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I want to do. Yeah. And of course I had things in my calendar and, you know, don't want to cancel last minute, all this regular talk, right? <laughs> Well, wouldn't you have it that my computer completely shut down and would not start up? <laughs> I've never had this problem with this computer mm-hmm. and I've had it for years. And I thought, well, th-. and of course I'm trying, I'm still in the pushing and the forcing. I'm uh-huh. unplugging, trying all these things, calling my IT guy. He's not responding. I'm still <laughs> trying to get it to work. And the universe keeps saying, come on, come on, listen, (laughs) listen, right. But I was in that mode of, I know I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And that was again, okay, checking in, I checked in with myself. What was my thought this morning? What was my true desire? And remembering what I teach your desires are your spiritual guidance system. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you're fulfilling this right now. There's a reason that you need to recharge so then you can give your best self. So Mm -hmm. I, completely gave up I canceled my appointments rescheduled them for this week and I just started painting because that's what I really wanted to do and as soon as I was feeling good because I was taking care of me and replenishing me and, and and those creative energies that give me so much pleasure the next day on Saturday I'm like well let me try this see if it'll start up <laughs> computer started up no problem Wow. So, and this That's, is a simple example, but I think no, anybody no, can relate to this because exactly. it happens to us all, all the time. Exactly. And it's it's what I, I think of and, and experience as, as surrender. You're, mm-hmm. you're not giving in, but you are surrendering to what that greater intelligence is right. asking of you. And listen, back in April, I, I had a, a big health crisis. Mm-hmm. took me out. And at the very same time as I came back from that, my computer all around the same time. Well, I went through four computers. Oh my goodness. 
for, I mean, four brand new computers. Mm -hmm. And it was all like, no, you have to get quiet. Mm -hmm. I'd, you know, fire up again and get my next, no, you have to get quiet. Because there was so much new that needed to come through and I wasn't allowing it to happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, I can share even an example I have from four years ago um, that I think be good for anyone who's listening um i started receiving images that seem completely unrelated to my work like mm. completely in a different direction and it was actually very uncomfortable for me because it was the guidance was about me using my body as art mm-hmm. and uh, painting myself in certain ways and being photographed and mm. i did not want to th- this was even it's not, I don't have time. I'm busy. No, this is, was a clear, no, I do not want to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my mentor at the time, of course I brought it because I had this internal struggle. I know this is intuitive information and I'm saying no. Mm-hmm. And I, I needed a lot of support to get me to a yes and to get myself out of the way and really shed a lot of light on what are my ideas about the body and about what it means to be a woman? And I had to do a lot of inner work to just set all that aside. Mm -hmm. And so finally I agree. I said, okay, I'm going to do this photo shoot, but inside I was cheating because I said to myself, okay, I will do this, but I'm going to do it for me only. Nobody needs to Uh, know about this. mm -hmm. Of course I caught myself and my coach did too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a spiritual bypass mm-hmm. in a way. And, and this is probably one of the most uncomfortable things I've, I've, I've ever said yes to. Well, mind it, these photographs turned into a solo shot at an art gallery in Laguna Beach. Mm. I channeled my whole book because of saying yes to those photographs, the book Spiritual Seductress, which talks very much about surrender. Mm-hmm so many things started to happen in my business. It was just like goodness everywhere and all around me. Mm -hmm. So then that's when I said, wait, let's put the pause button here for a second. (laughs) What just happened here? (laughs) Something was happening. So that's when my architect brain kicked in and I traced back the steps and I realized, I mean, obviously now I know in retrospect, I didn't know it at the time that the starting point, step number one was saying yes to doing these photographs. Just something that you were very uncomfortable. Doing. Very uncomfortable doing. Yeah. And so then I realized, you know, a whole body of te- teaching had been given to me that came into the book. These steps are really clear. And the, I mean, it was just like just being so comfortable in who I am. I became so magnetic. Opportunities were showing up for me everywhere. Everything was just easy. When mm-hmm. I can tell you, most of my life has been struggle, like working, even though I was very successful on the outside, I worked really, really, really hard to accomplish that. And all of a sudden it felt like things were just easy. Right. And so I, I really went this, from forcing to, to things flowing, flowing. I wanted to ask you about that. So you're just, yeah. So when I had the steps, it, you know, in meditation, it came to me that this was not for me. This was a teaching from the divine feminine that I had to personally go through so that I could take women through these, this very particular process. Wow. 
So that's when I started what I call my creator's activation retreat, where I take women through the, this very process that transforms their life, not just when they're there. I mean, they walk leaving and looking like a different person, mm -hmm. but everything that unfolds for them in the months after, because that magnetic energy is turned on and so much is cleared for them mm -hmm. that it, it really creates wonders in their life. And then I feel so humbled and, you know, it, it makes me feel really emotional because if I hadn't said yes to that, which was really uncomfortable for me, I wouldn't be able to take this women on this process, women who have worked with many coaches, been on the spiritual path, spent thousands of dollars, and they come and they say, I've never felt so seen, so powerful, so beautiful, so in connection with who I really am, because really what's happening is through these energetic activations, we're bringing out their divine self and they actually get to see her Mm -hmm. which is profound. Mm -hmm. So this is just another example that I would have never imagined. If anybody had told me you would be doing this, I would be like, what are you talking about? That doesn't even <laughs> exist. But it, it, it is that place of um, having people being able to experience it in their bodies. Oh, makes the difference. Makes all that, the difference. And when you world. say, you know, activating uh, experiences, that's kind of what I think of. And and I wanted to ask you about um, what you talk about as activation portals. You know what they are and how you work with them and your paintings. I wanted to see your paintings and I went online and I couldn't find anything. So I was really like, oh, I still want to see them. <laughs> we are working on that. Okay. We create a whole website for that. Okay. So I'll, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's different activation portals. Sometimes you can find them in nature. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be a, 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 a painting. Sometimes it can be attending a, a retreat, a workshop, and you can have multiple activations when, you know, you're there for, for a few days. And what happens is that literally either a strand of your DNA gets activated, mm -hmm. right? Um a new part of your purpose or your concept of ascension mm -hmm. becomes activated. And in that activation, there's also a shedding of the ego and the programming and the part of you that no longer serves that, that higher frequency. Mm -hmm. uh, so you literally feel completely different and it can cause a lot of physical transformation as well, it's it's pretty incredible how somebody can start to look completely completely different after going through these activations because they they've their frequency has changed, the completely. vibratory rate in their cell has changed. Yeah, and the, the the best part of it is that if you really set yourself up to be in a support system that's at that frequency, mm -hmm. you will not go back to the to the old way. Absolutely. Say a little about that, about setting yourself up to be in that kind of support system. Um, yeah, I've, I've found it, it's smaller instances that I've had this case where something will happen in somebody's life where they'll have an amazing transformation, but something will come in and it's typically somebody very close to them. Mm 
that is not ready for this big up leveling. So they're trying to bring them back to who they were. That's what typically happens. So that's why I feel it's really important when you go through an activation and a big up leveling of the sort Mm -hmm. that you keep that support system, whether it's in a mastermind or through coaching or however that is so that you really anchor it, not just in your mind, which is what we typically think, right? But it really needs to be anchored at a cellular level and in your whole auric field, because this is a new energy, like a new vibration, like you were saying, and you, you need to keep it there and protect it like it's your most precious thing. So you really need to be around people that are sharing that kind of information, sharing practices around that and wanting to go to the next level so that you don't feel alone because it can be easy to, to go back if, if, yeah. if you don't have this. I, I was going to say something about that, about community uh, and yeah. how important that is. In, in, in my life, there was all of the work that I do really started within a group of people coming together for 20 years, doing our own inner research around Mm -hmm. energy systems and receiving these energy systems. And without that kind of support, some kind of support, you know, that says, hey, this is real. And this is what I'm experiencing. What are you experiencing? And how are you Mm -hmm. doing this? And how is it? How are you allowing it to? How are you allowing your, your life to expand so that you can live into what it is that you've been brought into? Right. Yes. We, we need that validation because sometimes it can seem so foreign mm-hmm. that if you hear somebody else going through the same thing, it, it, it validates it. And, and there's another piece to it that I find found as well is that um, being witnessed when you're going through these activations mm-hmm. is such a key piece mm-hmm. Because our mind can trick us, did this really happen? Or, you know, it, it can go all over the place. But when you're being witnessed by a small group of women where you can feel really safe, right? Because if you're going really deep, you need to feel really safe. Mm-hmm. Then that also anchors it in on a deeper, mm-hmm. deeper level and creates a, actually a support system because you, you bond with them. Yeah. Right. Do you find that, that, that those um, relationships continue in some way? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or even is that a part of your, uh, of what you're doing, of what you're creating for people? I am starting to, I, first of all, they do. Mm-hmm. And right now, actually, we are creating something specifically for that purpose, mm-hmm. because I see people come and go off path, and they need some kind of ongoing support system that's even though it's super high touch and very personal knowing that the time that they can spend on it doesn't have to be that much to actually get exactly what they need yes. and stay in that vibratory frequency yeah i'm seeing you running running is not the right word um holding that space for that with people, mm-hmm. like I'm seeing these groups in, in existence. So if they're not already, they're there. They're there in the etheric. <laughs> they're there because we've been calling them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because because I I'm feeling with the the 
the incredible depth that you are working at requires that. And it's like, that's part of what you're about, it seems. Yeah. Well, also, I think because I, I, I realized that I couldn't find it anywhere and I needed it myself as an entrepreneur. I don't know if, if you've gone through that because mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, I've been in several masterminds and group coaching and all those things, which were absolutely wonderful and, and, and helped me. You know, I, I knew what my gifts were, my spiritual ones, but I didn't know how to run a business. So mm -hmm. I had to learn, right? right. And especially how to run a spiritual business, which is not the same thing as a regular <laughs> one. But then I realized that I was, you know, I would do, of course, I continue to learn and, and, and grow. Um, and the spiritual communities would give me a piece of it, but I found that there was nothing specific for combining the spiritual piece with entrepreneurship because the types mm -hmm. of conversations and the needs are are, are quite different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so yes that's why that's why i truly believe we need this <laughs> how can people find you where can people find you i, I feel like this is uh, it's really important <laughs> Yeah, they can, um, though, of course, they can go to my website, RaquelVasayo.com, and I'm sure oh, you'll I have this the spelling <laughs> of that in, in your show notes, because mm -hmm. uh, it's a little hard to, to remember. Um, right now, I also, a more intimate way to, to, con to connect with me is I have a private Facebook group. And actually there, I share content that I don't share anywhere else because I get to go live mm -hmm. every week and teach and we can interact and have conversations in a, in a more intimate and safe way. Right. Um, yeah. So obviously it's, you know, for the, these wonderful change makers, right. That we're talking about that, that have this big spiritual calling, right. And, and want to utilize all this and want uh, the support and the conversation. So for anyone who would like to join us, we'd love to have you. And the way you get there is just www.thesacredpowercircle.com. Mm. Apply to join and we'd love to have you. Now, is, is that the Facebook group? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it redirects to Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I want to make sure that that gets into the, the show notes too. Thank you. Great. Is there anything, I mean, there's so many things that I feel like we could chat about for the next few hours and knowing our time has is, is come to a close. Is there something hmm, that you feel moved to share? Mm, yes, thanks, thanks for asking that. Um, a message came to me maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, I think I was on another podcast and they asked me a question. I think then the message came through a few days later, mm -hmm. which was become who you were born to be. Mm. And I, I, I just want to share that because I think when people hear, at least when I heard it the first time, I wasn't just hearing it with my ears. Mm-hmm my soul heard it and, it and it felt so meaningful, especially, especially right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's such need. Mm -hmm. yeah. We need you. We need you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Raquel, thank you so much for 
your wisdom and your generosity and your grace, you shine such light. And I, I am deeply grateful to you. Oh, Lori, you see in me what's in you. It's been such a pleasure to have this conversation um, with you, really. Thank you. And I need to say thank you to our listening audience for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. And to come back, join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And you can find us always on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And if you want to um, help spread the word and you've enjoyed listening today, leave us a review because that helps share the, the wisdom. It helps let other people know about where to access the wisdom. And that's how we transform our world. For more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at the BACA, B-A-C-A, institute.com. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.